Hello, everyone. This is Terry Lynn Dupree, and this is Evolving Always Productions. And you know, I love bringing you amazing people that just really inspire us mentally, physically, financially, just all types of ways. And I have a phenomenal guest, and I am fortunate. She's a great friend of mine that I'm able to interview again. Um, and we're going to have some really great conversation around social media and just kind of keeping up with what's been going on with her since the last time we actually spoke to her. Her name is Tanya Karatusha, and she is such an amazing person. I, oh, my gosh. If you could bottle her, she would be extremely expensive, okay, if you had to buy her. <laughs> <laughs> she is amazing. She's fire. And uh, she's just a lovable individual. I'm just glad she came on. So, Tanya, oh my goodness, um, a lot's been going on. Kind of like give us a little summary of what you got going on right now, and then we'll kind of go into it. It is so nice to be back with you, Terry Lynn. I, we did a podcast together, and so for those of you guys that haven't heard it, I go through like my whole journey and kind of my background. Um, I I run a social media management company for different brands worldwide, from Italy to the UK to the US, and um, Terry Lynn and I spoke about that. So if you haven't heard that episode, definitely go back and check that out. Um, But it's so good to be here again with you, Terry Lynn. You are like someone that I love watching on social media, following your content. You're so inspiring and giving. You're always wanting to give people valuable info. So it's always amazing connecting with you. And I'm so excited to be here. But yeah, the you know, I've continued to run my social media management company. Our team has grown a lot. And um, I've actually, I haven't announced this anywhere. So I'll, you'll be the first one that I'll tell publicly. Um, but I'm also, I just launched my podcast and I'm actually working on a digital social media management course. So that's going to be coming out in January of 2023. And I'm really excited about it because the whole focus is going to be Um, trying to just help entrepreneurs get consistent and stay consistent on social media because I know that's something a lot of business owners struggle with. Um, I'm sure you know too, Terry Lynn, because you you are an entrepreneur yourself and, and you are on social media a lot. And if you're an entrepreneur and if you're on social media, you know, any of us can attest to the struggle of staying consistent sometimes. So um, yeah, so I'm excited to be here and chat with you today about social media, what's coming up in 2024 in the social media world and all that fun stuff. So thanks for having me. Thank you so much for that recap. One thing that I definitely want everyone to make sure they do listen to the first episode because uh, Tony and I had a really great conversation about the future, about seeing the future, understanding the future, the direction of it. And social media plays a big part of this. And just even in your own personal life. And so we had a really great conversation. And I want y'all to catch that episode because it was some really uh, meaningful things uh, that came up out of that conversation that I always have in my mind now um, because of that particular conversation Tanya and I had. So I really uh, do appreciate that episode as well. The other thing is, um, 
Tanya just hit the nail on the head in regards to social media and being an entrepreneur. It's really complicated. Uh, fortunately, she her company actually helps out a lot of businesses. That's one of the things uh, we'll talk a little bit more about. But it is really complicated because you feel like you're spending time on social media. You're not spending time with your company. But then a lot of times being on social media is what's going to represent you and help your company. So you have to, you know, really dig in there. And truthfully, I wish I had done um, more on certain um, avenues and now I'm seeing it. But now I said, you know what? It's not too late. Just go ahead. And like Tanya always says, be consistent and just work it. So Tanya, tell people exactly what you do with your uh, social uh, media marketing company. So my company's name is Influence PRX. And we basically, our motto is we run your social media so you can run your business. And we focus on being an outsourced solution for businesses. So what that means is if a business has a team, but they don't have anybody that really specializes or is passionate in social media, they can actually come to our company. And if we feel that we can actually help them, then we run their social media for them. So it really depends on the company, but it can be um, us creating content and posting for their Instagram, Facebook, um, even TikTok. It's funny, I, I just hired my son, my 14-year-old son, to start working with my company as a TikTok video creator. Um, and he made a comment and he was like, you guys need to be using way more trending sounds on TikTok. It, it seems like you guys are using like older people sounds. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we run social media for, um, for businesses. And it's really been a pleasure because we've been doing it since 2016. And I can't believe it's been that long. Um, but that's what my company does. Yeah, and you've been doing an amazing job. Oh my goodness, you've helped out a lot of companies and she is international. She has companies um, out of the United States as well as in the United States. Your son uh, mentioned something interesting in regards to TikTok. So here's here's my thing about TikTok. And then of course, Instagram. So with Instagram, I can be a creator, have a business account, and I can use music. Well, especially mm -hmm. if I set up as a creator, right? then I can use any of the music that Instagram has available, right? Mm -hmm. But with TikTok, that's not possible. If you, once you go to like the business sector of TikTok, it's like you have this really, in my opinion, limited music that you can utilize. So it's like I'm dealing with that, you know, because of course I um, ended up putting up a shop on TikTok. I don't know if you're aware of that. So I did do that. So I don't know. I may end up reaching out to them to see if I can have a shop and not necessarily be um, characterized as a business on TikTok, but just a creator and see. Because I, I really do hate the music choices. <laughs> it drives me crazy. But then again, I still have to kind of stick with them because some of the stuff that I'm um, showcasing, I'm showcasing other businesses and I always ask the question about music. But yeah, your son, I get what he's saying totally. <laughs> It's so good that you have him on. Um, I That's, you know, what Tanya is doing is something all parents need to be doing is 
having your child, especially if you have a business, having your child at, especially the age he's at, that's a great age to hire them. It's so key. It's going to help them so much. And go ahead, Tanya. I'm sorry. He actually applied at Publix because when in here in Florida, when you're 14, you can actually get a job, uh, but the hours are very limited. So he applied twice because uh, there's a Publix walking distance from where we live. And um, and he can bike there if he wants. And he was bummed out because he couldn't get a job. And I kept telling him, I'm like, Braylon, you can literally work for me and you don't have to go anywhere. You don't realize how good you have it. So finally, after he couldn't get a job, he was like, all right, fine, I'll work for you. And I mean, he turns 15 in, in April. And then a year after that, he's a, he has his license. So I'm like, you got to start working, you know, and he, he wants to work. So having him in the realm of TikTok works out perfect because high schoolers, I mean, they're on TikTok and Snapchat right now. He thinks Instagram is for old people. Like, isn't it funny how when you're in high school, you look at like people in their 30s and 40s as old. It's like, what? (laughs) But yeah, that's what he looks at it as. So it's just such a blessing to have somebody that um that you know knows tiktok like the back of their hand is in that demographics of you know from high school to even like 18 years old 20 years old like knowing what the tiktok trends are and i was just telling my friend this the other day that tiktok is really it's very um what is the word i'm looking for it's very influential right now and even if your target, let's just say your target market is, you know, 25 to 50 or something like that. There, you know, there's a lot of people on TikTok right now. There's a lot of people that love spending more time on TikTok than Instagram that are in their 30s and 40s. And I don't think people realize that. And so what my son was trying to tell me was, and which I already knew, right? And that's why I'm so excited that he's on my team now. What he was telling me is TikTok is where all the trends start. I've been knowing that, you know, TikTok is where the trend, the trends that you see on Instagram, they were popular on TikTok probably three months ago. And now they're considered old on TikTok. And so TikTok is really where the trends originate. And so I'm really excited because we're now creating content specifically for TikTok for two of our brands um, that actually signed up for our TikTok, one of our TikTok packages. And now they're getting customized TikTok video editing. We're using trending sound. Now I brought my son in and my son is, I mean, that's all he's on is TikTok. So he knows what's trending, what's going on. So he uses those sounds. Um, and it's funny because I'm still kind of training him because he's new and he was like he's like this is a huge trending sound right now but everyone's doing this little thing with their hands and you know he has a link to my client's Dropbox where there's a bunch of raw videos that he can pull from to, to use for content creation and he's like none of the videos like I don't have someone doing this hand gesture and I was like look just because that's the trend doesn't mean we have to do it just use the trending sound and incorporate it into the video and he's like okay cool that makes sense 
So it's like, just because it's a trending sound doesn't mean you have to do that specific dance with it. Like you could just use the music and then do something else. Uh, but it's interesting because I don't think a lot of people realize, and you know, especially business owners, we're all so busy. We don't have time to be on a million different apps. But the reality is, is that a lot of these trends are really starting on TikTok. And I'm sure you've noticed that too, Terry Lynn, because you're on there too. Um, have you noticed that yourself too? Yeah, you're definitely right about that. Yeah, I caught that early on too, like you were saying, that the trends did originate from TikTok. And then, like you said, by the time it gets to Instagram, it is old. Most of the time, it's definitely um, old. So yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, you're totally then, on point on that. But then the people on Instagram have no idea, right? Like to, to Instagram users, because I primarily use Instagram. I love Reels. I love Instagram. That's, I would say that's my preferred social media platform. I always tell people, especially busy entrepreneurs, I always tell them, if you feel like you are having a hard time being consistent, I would highly suggest starting off with focusing on your favorite social media platform. Where do you consume the most content? The reality is we all have a place where we prefer to consume content from. Mine is Instagram. I love Instagram. So if I'm having a hard time being consistent on social media, I should start off by creating content for myself, branding myself, and even my business on Instagram because I'm naturally going to do better and it's going to come easier to me because I'm a platform that I already love to consume content from. So then shifting to create content on there is going to be easier versus trying to create content for every single app. And then you start feeling overwhelmed or instead of going to an app that you think you need to be on just because people are saying that if you start off on the app that you love, that's the best way to go, right? However, the reality is, is that if you have a little bit of extra time, if you go over to TikTok and explore, you will notice that if you start getting to know the trends on TikTok and you create a video on TikTok, and you pull that video from TikTok, remove the TikTok logo. There's plenty of free apps that do that. You remove the TikTok logo and you post it on Instagram. A lot of those sounds are new to Instagram users. And then Instagram users, are, you know, we get sick of hearing the same sounds and trends too on Instagram. So when they hear that, it's like you become that trendsetter and the first person that's bringing the trends from TikTok. And sometimes they go viral on Instagram, you know, the sounds from TikTok and sometimes they don't, but it doesn't matter because if you do use TikTok, it gives you an advantage on Instagram because you show up with different trends and sounds. And then people are like, oh, I like that sound Tanya used. I haven't heard that one before. So if you have a little bit of extra time, I would say play around on TikTok and and listen to the trends because there's a lot of cool stuff on there you can use on Insta too. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with you. And and I, I agree with another thing that you're saying, too. Um, that's really great advice. I think we touched it a little bit on the first interview, but it's worth saying it's very important. Explore the content that you're seeing out there. It really does help get your creative juices flowing when you do that, whether you're on Instagram, uh, TikTok, you know, Pinterest or whatever. 
explore the content that's out there, um, you know, and, and even like check into like content. If you're an entrepreneur of like, like maybe you're a real estate agent, check out, you know, some content out there of other people, real estate agents that are out there and what they're doing. And it doesn't mean that you copy their style, but you may um, see some things that, that they do that you like and you can kind of enhance it and build upon that. Does that make sense, Tanya? You know, because we had discussed that before. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that. I actually think even if you tried to copy someone's video, let's say, again, like you said, you're a realtor and you start looking for other realtors on TikTok or Instagram and you're like, let me see what other people are doing. Maybe I can get an idea. Even if you copied the exact trend, the exact sound, the exact way that they're doing it people are still going to view that content differently because it's you in it. And I actually think that's a great method, Terry Lynn, what you just said of looking at what other people are doing and then you doing it. You may feel like you're copying people, but other people see it differently because all of us have our own personal brand. And so even if we try doing the same video someone else did, we're going to naturally end up doing it our own way because we are our own individual. Um, I mentor with a gentleman named Scott Cato. Uh, actually, Scott Cato is how you say his last name. And he's an entrepreneur that I've looked up to for many years. He actually used to hire me back in like 2016, 17, 18 to speak at his real estate office um, in California. And I would speak to real estate agents about how to use social media. And he has now become uh, my mentor accountability coach, which I'm very grateful for him. We meet every Wednesday. And yesterday we were just talking about how powerful it is for us to really you know, stay consistent with our personal brand. Because, you know, back in the day, and I'm sure you remember this, Terry Lynn, the logo, the brand, the company, that really represented everything. Like you would look at McDonald's and that has a certain brand, the Starbucks logo that has a certain brand. But what's happening because of this social media boom and evolution is that now people are becoming the brand. So like Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, you know, they can launch Skims or Kylie Skin or whatever brands that they launch, but it's revolved around them and their personal brand. So their personal brand allows them to sell anything or to influence people to do certain things. And I truly believe that that is our future I went on my Twitter account for the first time yesterday. I haven't been there for a really long time because I wanted to post about my first episode or sorry, it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. Um, But I went on there because I wanted to post about my first podcast episode everywhere on every single platform I have. And uh, I logged in and the last post I had done was on December 16th, 2022. And I just pulled it up right now, so I'm gonna read it. I wrote, I truly believe that in the future, our own personal digital presence is going to be like a form of currency, just as valuable as money. 
This was almost a year ago, and I still believe this is the evolution of social media. Our personal digital presence, our personal digital brand, our personal brand, I believe is going to be like a form of currency in the future. Now, unless I missed it, because I could have, you need to put that on Instagram. Now people will take a old, uh, you know, Twitter. Well, back then it was Twitter. Uh, December of 2022, right? I think it was still Twitter then. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how they'll do an Instagram and then they'll add a Twitter clip, uh, clip of what they say. You need to add that because that's actually really, I love that. Because I agree. I totally agree. It really, that is how everything is now. Um, everything is about you, like you said, the, the individual. And uh, if people, you know, believe in you, then they're going to believe in whatever you're representing. I totally agree with that. You're, you're so, you're, you hit the nail on the head on that one, Tanya. Seriously, I, I love the way you position that too. Yeah, that's the other thing I love um, talking with Tanya about because she's, you know, that's futuristic stuff, but it's so on point. Because it definitely is happening all over. And it, and if you're not paying attention, you're just going to miss out. You and it doesn't, it, doesn't even, it doesn't even have to be like you have to have as many followers as Kim Kardashian. Like, I, right. I, I don't want people to think that when I say that. Right. Like, I'm going to go to her Instagram right now. And if you go to her Insta, she has 364 million followers. Okay. Right. So people would be like, of course she has influence. She has all these people. But... I don't think, I don't look at this quote that I just read you. I truly believe that in the future, our own digital presence is going to be like a form of currency, just as valuable as money. I don't look at that like you have to have 300 million followers. I look at that like if you have a thousand people that follow you or even 500 people that follow you and they consume your content, even 200, even 100 And these are people who are loyal to you and your message. And like you move them, they connect with you. They read your content or they watch your videos and they take your advice. And like, you're really transforming their lives. It's not hard to build a hundred people that really follow your content. And when you do that, even with the smallest audience for any business, that is worth so much because those hundred people they have their own friends and their own family and they have their own networks and those people are going to tell other people about you and what happens is that hundred ends up being 500 and ends up being a thousand and if you stay consistent on social media for a year or two years or five years or ten years imagine what that loyal group of people what that's going to turn into you know so Uh, I do think it's futuristic, but I think it's happening now, don't you think? It is. It's happening now, but it's going to even become more prevalent. I Mm -hmm. I think think more and more people are, that's going to be how they live, how they make their income. More and more people than what's happening right now. We know people are making money off of it right now, but I think that's just going to become the norm, people making money off of social media in some way or the other. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's... Like I think about certain brands that we work with right now. And I, I think about one client in particular, and he's a very successful entrepreneur. He has multiple companies. He's been doing this. I think they just hit their 10 year anniversary. He, this guy is an amazing family man. He's laser focused. And I look at him 
And his personal brand is all about integrity, working hard, doing right by people, helping people grow, creating leaders. And when I look at him, I'm like, as long as he keeps posting and continues to stay consistent, even if his audience is small now, over time, people are going to want to work with him and his company. Because when you follow someone's entrepreneurial journey for years and you see them killing it in business, wouldn't you want to hire them or work with them their co- or hire their company or buy from them just because you believe in them so much? Yeah, you definitely would. That's the point. And you, you get to know them. You feel like you get to know them as a person. So like you said, do you want to deal with them? People like to, um, people buy and, and do business with people that they like. And so I think that's really key. And it was something else you touched base on that I wanted to mention. Oh my gosh. Okay. I might have to come back to it. It was really good. It was something you said. Okay. I know what it was. We weren't really talking about it now, but it's something you have posted that I want us to talk about now. And this is, this is the um, thing that Tanya has said quite a few times, and it really sticks in my head. So, you know, we're in a, the um, age where, you know, you post content and everybody wants to be viral, you know, like, you know, they want, you know, X amount, you know, million plus views or what have you. Um, the reality is that's not going to happen all the time. That's one. The other thing is if you're an entrepreneur, And like she was saying, let's say you had 500 views. Let's say you had 300 views. Back in the day before social media, someone that was an entrepreneur, if they were trying to promote a product of theirs, they would be really happy to walk in a room that had 300 people, that had 400 people, that had 500 people. You know, that that would be a good room for them. Obviously, if there's more, you know, of course, they'd be ecstatic. But I'm just saying they would be happy with a room like that because they're going to make money with that type of audience. And so that's something we need to remember now. And and you kind of mentioned it briefly by just, uh, you know, a hundred people that are loyal to you, but that's what we've got to think about. Cause I think sometimes when we're, we're posting stuff, we get disappointed about the views, especially if we're doing a reel or like a, um, you know, video on TikTok. We think about the views, we're like, oh gosh, hardly nobody's seeing it. But the reality is if they were in a room, they would actually be a lot of people. Oh, did you want to talk about that more? Because you, you really position that really well when you, when you talk about that. Yeah, so there's a couple different posts I've done about that. I think because I feel so strongly about it is people get so discouraged and they literally stop posting because they feel like they're posting, but they're not getting a lot of like quote unquote a lot of views whatever that means to that person or they're not getting a ton of likes and then they get discouraged or they get even people even get embarrassed like oh I'm not getting you know a lot of likes and views or whatever and so I feel very strongly about the fact that everybody starts there everybody does especially if you haven't been consistent If you just post once a week or every other week, then your views are going to be down and your likes are going to be down. Or if you've only been doing it for a couple months or a year consistently, it really does take time to build momentum. So I always post things like one of the things I posted was, I don't care if you get 15 likes, continue posting and promoting your business. Trust me, people are watching. That's one thing that I I really 
preach because if you look at your posts and let's say you have 15 likes, if you actually go to the insights, meaning the analytics of that post, you go into the back end of that post, you know, whether it's through Instagram or Facebook, and you see how many people actually liked or saw that post, I would bet it would be in the hundreds, maybe even thousands. And out of those people, only 15 people liked it. And so you're getting so much exposure, but we don't realize it because we look at the likes and the comments and we look at the views because that's what other people see. And we care too much about what other people think about us and what they view about us. So that's why human nature, we pay attention to the likes and the views and the comments. Because by nature, a lot of people actually care about how other people view them. So then people go, oh, I don't have a lot of likes on this. So, I, you know, people probably think I'm not popular or whatever people like whatever they make up in their head or I'm not good enough or I, my content's not good, whatever people think. But then when you actually go into your insights and remember, other people can't see your analytics, only you can, but you've reached a thousand people or 2000 people on that post. That should make you go, oh my gosh, I reached that many people. Just like Terry Lynn said, back in the day, you couldn't just do one thing and reach a thousand people from your phone without doing your hair and makeup and leaving the house. <laughs> like there wasn't anything, unless you put an ad in the penny saver, <laughs> and now I'm going way old school. Unless you put an ad in the penny saver or the you're, the white, you're in the white pages or whatever, then yeah. But even then, you know, you, you have this tiny little space, social media, you're on people's phones, in their hands, in their face when you post something. And then I have another post that says, 30 followers equals a coffee shop full of people. 100 followers equals a party full of people. 500 followers is a large event full of people. 1,000 followers could be like an auditorium of some sort full of people. Now does your quote unquote small audience still seem small? So if your post gets 15 likes, but it reached 500 people, that's a large event full of people that saw your post. So Terry Lynn, you're absolutely right. I think we've become desensitized to 300 views. You got 300 views on your video. If you're not grateful for that and you don't keep posting because you're grateful that the next video is gonna post, that you post is gonna reach 300 and the next video that you post is maybe going to reach 500 and then the next video might reach a thousand and then the next one might reach 200 views if you're not grateful for that and you don't keep going guess what's going to happen when you don't have gratitude and when you quit you're not going to grow so really the focus is gratitude perspective and then really just keep going and then those numbers are going to get bigger right right and you know at times you know, I know from my personal um, Instagram, it's like sometimes I'll have like a lot of views, sometimes I won't. But the thing, the other thing that kind of keeps me going too is, is that I'm staying true to my brand and I'm true to who I am. 
And so when I think about that, I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be that person that, you know, does a video about putting Gorilla Glue in their hair. I'm just using that as an example. I'm not trying to pick on that person, but I'm just using that as an example. That's not me. I'm someone that likes to motivate and inspire people. I will have a particular audience for that. And that's okay. And the other thing too is uh, when it comes to the likes, that that really is so funny because I don't know if I want people that are listening to this um, podcast right now. I want y'all to start looking at videos like whether it's on Instagram or TikTok, it doesn't matter whichever one that you're on. And what you'll observe is you'll see where a video can have like a lot of views. I mean, a whole bunch. It could be in the... um, the hundreds of thousands, you know, maybe millions. Look at those. Pay special attention to those. I guarantee you the likes are never even close to that number. Never even close. And it's just because some people just don't like anything. It's not that they don't like it. It's just that they're going through the content and they're not pressing anything. They're not commenting or anything, but they are actually looking at it. And you know they're looking at it because it only counts as a view if they looked at the entire, you know, whatever video it is. Am I correct about that, Tanya? What are your thoughts on that? Have you observed the same thing? Yeah, people are so inundated by content that, and I mean, I think we're all guilty of this, right? All of us can preach like, oh, make sure you show love to other people's content. But we're all guilty of, think about it. Let's just say you've been working all day or let's just say you just woke up or let's just say you're on your lunch break and you decide that you want to go scroll through reels. It's so much easier just to go and scroll through reels and read posts and not click like and not comment. It's just so much easier. And we're inundated with so much content that I think it's human nature. Sometimes people don't want to like and comment on everything that they're that they're looking at, but they're watching it and they're laughing or they're learning or they're being emotionally moved by it. Maybe they're sharing it, they're DMing it to a friend, or maybe they're saving it because they wanna save that recipe or save that tip, but they might not click like, and they may not comment, you know? That, and that's just the way it is. You're, you're totally right, because I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now, I go to the Explore page of my Instagram. There is quite a few things that I view, I even like, but I don't press like, but I have shared it or I have saved it. Like I've been on this kick lately, certain fitness things that I see, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna do that later and I'll save it. I never like, I never comment. <laughs> I'm just, that's what I do. And then sometimes yeah. you don't even go back to it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. But I, but what but what I have tried to do for me personally, I have, um, and I got that from us um, communicating in Clubhouse back when you had the rooms there. But one thing I do now is I organize my saves. So it makes more sense. It's easier for me to go back now. Because I remember at one time I was like saving and it was all willy nilly. And I'm like, well, I'll never find it. And I couldn't. I couldn't find it. I'm like, so. What categories do you have, Terry Lynn? Oh, I have a lot of categories, though. I do. But but at least I have them. So like, you know, like one of the things that I have is um, like stuff for decorating like there's like a decorating thing for a home that I like. You know, that's one of them. That's an example. Of course, I have fitness, you know, food, you know, stuff like that. I, like, love, yeah. I love saving recipes. I do too. I do too. So now I can go back to it. So if it's like, oh, yeah, I, I saved that on such and such. And then, you know, because that's the one good thing that Pinterest has going on 
when you're mm-hmm. saying something, Pinterest is going to make you put it in a category. So then you can go back to it, you know, and, and, but mm-hmm. we weren't always doing that. And I think even now, some people still aren't doing that. They'll just save it. And I'm like, like you said, I'll probably never go back to it because they don't have any categories and I'll never find it. But that's, I'm glad you brought that up because that is what I do. I literally do that all the time. And it's, it's no disrespect to the person that created a video because obviously I liked it. I'll even saved it or forwarded it to somebody, <laughs> you know, but I just, yeah. you know, hit the like or comment on it. So, but anyway, so just want people to, you know, know that just get it out there. And if it's content true to you, to the person that you want to represent to the world, because like Tanya was talking about earlier, you are the currency, you. There's no one like you. There's only one you. So mm-hmm. if it's representing what you want in the world, then it's fine. And just But just keep consistently doing it, though. Just keep showing up. That's the key. Keep showing up, you know. And don't be afraid to try new things, too, with your content. But, and if um, you're feeling like the content's not that great, you know, you're st- staying authentic to you and you're like, oh, like you're watching other people's content and you're like, I feel like it's not as good. You, As long as you keep going, your content is going to become just as good as everyone else that, you know, you're comparing yourself to. And it only takes one video to go viral for literally your life on social media to change and to have hundreds and thousands of followers. But... If your video goes viral, and I've seen this happen to people before, if your video goes viral too early and you haven't built up your page where it's in alignment with, you know, whatever you are promoting or selling or your personal brand consistency, then your video can go viral. People will come to your page and go, what the heck is this page about? And then they won't follow you. Right. And that's kind of a wasted opportunity. So like I look at what I'm doing because right now I was I wasn't active for a very long, I wasn't consistently active for a long time. Now I'm posting five days a week and I've been staying consistent now for a few weeks now and I'm really proud of myself for it. And that's what inspired me to create that course that I'm working on is because I have my own processes for staying consistent for busy business owners. And in my head, when I don't get the views I want, when I don't get the comments I want, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Because what I'm doing is I'm building almost like a portfolio on my Instagram right now. So when I do go viral, because it's not if, it's going to be when. Because I am manifesting it just as much as you guys want the same thing, you should be manifesting it too. And when it happens, my page is going to be set up. And then when I have, you know, 100,000 people come to my page at once because a video of mine went viral then my page is going to be ready because I've been staying consistent on brand, just like Terry Lynn said, creating content my own way, delivering my message my own way. And it's going to be, I'm going to be able to take advantage of when my video goes viral. And as long as you don't give up and you, and you, and you work towards that, it's not hard to go viral guys. Sometimes people post something that took them five seconds to make. And they're like, this is the video that went viral, you know, and we don't know, we don't know what video that's going to be, but if you're not consistently posting, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be very hard for you to, to hit that. So we have to remember, you know, to really just keep going because the opportunity is there for all of us. And sometimes it's the video we didn't expect that's going to do really well. 
that's going to bring a bunch of people to our page that's going to help us grow. And that's the reality. And that's available to all of us, you guys. Like, we can all hit that. You're so right about that, Tyana. And it's about if you have the right, if, if you've been consistent all along, it's going to work to your advantage. But if not, yeah, because I've seen people that they'll, they'll they've been, I've seen people that have been viral a couple of times, but there's no growth on their page because it, it, it didn't even align with what they were doing on their page. And you yep. got to really know when you're on social media, you got to really know what you're doing. Um, as far as what you want to represent at the time. Now, there's some pages, um, and, and Ty has seen them and, and knows about these pages where there's no actual physical person on the page. So you, you don't have a person, but they may have a certain type of context that they talk about. Like there's pages where they, there may just be humor, and that's what they're consistently posting. These pages grow, and they make money on different things. Um, and then there's certain pages that are business but still you never see a person but they're posting things in regards to business um so so sometimes uh uh social media can become successful without actually having what we would see as a physical person but then the content that you're posting is you know going to be key because that's what's going to make people come back to you like maybe you're someone that you know does decorations and and all the the page is just showing decorations or someone that you know, has houses, they build tiny homes, but you never see the person, you just see the tiny homes, the end result, the tiny home. I'm using these as examples, but you know what I'm talking about, um, Tiny, you can probably add more to that as well. You are brilliant for saying that because if you are passionate about tiny homes or if you are passionate about designing and you don't want to show yourself, but this is something that you love doing and you create an Instagram page that's solely off of teaching people about tiny homes or teaching people about decorating, showing your before and afters when you're decorating, then, and that's what you're passionate about. And that's the gift that, you know, you've been given and that's what you feel called to do. Do that. And over time with consistency, like Terry Lynn said, if your whole page is that and one of your videos goes viral and you have all these people who are interested in tiny homes or all these people who are interested in decorating because they found you through that viral video and Instagram only pushes out videos to you if you're interested in that topic because they want to keep you on the app longer, right? So your video gets pushed out to like 100,000 people that are interested in tiny homes or interested in decorating and they come to your page, all of a sudden you're going to have a ton of followers because they, they're like, oh my gosh, this page is so cool. And like Terry Linson, your face may never be on there. They may never even know who you are, but your page is just so interesting to them. How did you get there? Because you followed your passion and you followed what you love to do. And then you expressed yourself through Instagram. So there's really no right or wrong way to create content and create pages. I think like the foundation of it is if you're passionate about something, get out there and create content around it. And over time and consistency, people are going to feel and see your passion for it. And then they're going to want to follow you because you inspire them to decorate or to learn about tiny homes or learn about social media or learn about finances or whatever it is. So you are right, Terry Lynn. 
but girl, you know, I've learned from the best. <laughs> I really have. So I, I definitely appreciate uh, our friendship and your business mind. You're, you're so amazing when it's come uh, to social media. So I'm going to ask you to get on the personal level now. How you live in Florida? Because it's going to be almost a year soon, right? Is that correct? Well, it's I think been like a year, right? 16, it's been like 16 months now. Wow. God time flies. I know. So let me tell you this. and Tell me what you think because I know... Uh, you know, different states have different views on, different states have different views on things. But Florida is so hot in the summer, okay? It is hot. It's humid. It is so humid. It is, okay, I'm from California where our hottest is like, when it's like 85 degrees, everyone's complaining. And so here... I literally feel like the heat is unbearable in the summer. And this week, it's November 2nd, 2023 right now. This week, the weather feels like California. And I cannot be, the humidity, we don't have humidity. It's like a little breezy. It's actually kind of cold in the mornings, which I love. So I absolutely love Florida. I think it's, and I feel like I live in a, vacation almost because it's just so beautiful there's so much greenery the beaches have white sand i live like 20 minutes away from siesta key beach which is rated it's been voted uh, america's number one beach um multiple times so it's it's a gorgeous beach i feel like i like i'm just blessed that i live in a vacation area people come here to vacation or people come here to retire um the only thing i would say though is Get ready for some heat, because Florida got that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, for me, if I ever did Florida, I'm not going to say I, I won't. I mean, my husband had talked about it one time before. But if I ever did it, I would have to be what they call the snowbird. That means I would stay in Florida like six months out of the year, and I would leave maybe to go to Canada. I, because honestly, for me, I can't stand the heat. And, you know, North Carolina is bad enough in the summer, too. And one of my friends actually said North Carolina, to her, feels hotter. But I don't know if it's because of the part of Florida that she's in. Because she lives in the Tampa Bay area. And I hear that Tampa Bay has, like, a lot of the winds or something. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's, like, different, like, in the area that she stays in. But every time I have mistakenly... Note, I said mistakenly, right? Going to Florida in the summertime, I'm, like, dying. I'm, like, seriously... I remember I used to have to go, like, I used to have to train people. So it, it seemed like every time I had to train them, it was always like the summer. I was like, why do I have to always train these people in the summer? But it was so funny. So I had to go then. And then one time I said, okay, well, we're going to go to Florida in February to see my uncle. I said, because I can't deal with the summer heat, right? So <laughs> I go there in February. I joke with you not tiny. It was like hot every day except like the last two days of that vacation it was so funny to me and this was in february of in florida i was like oh my gosh but it's but like tanya said it's so beautiful it is a beautiful area though so beautiful (laughs) it is i feel like it's hot year-round here but it just depends on how hot you know a lot of times it's like oh it's beautiful it's sunny but you're right in the summer mm mm-mm I need, I need to get a California home and uh, th- I'm actually manifesting that. I'm manifesting that after we buy our Florida dream home, 
the next step is going to be to get a home in California. And in the summers, we go to California and we stay there for three months because I don't want to do this heat every summer. I just don't. I think that's smart for you to do because, you know, like, especially the San Diego area of California. Oh, my gosh. San Diego, California, because that's, that's what I've been thinking about a lot lately, um, myself personally. But anyway, yeah, you're right. The weather's perfect all the time there. And so you're right. Have another home there. Um, even if it's just a condo, what the heck. But, you know, another place you can get. Yeah. Leave that, that heat out of there because I'm telling you, it's severe. I used to work in a company uh, where, you know, I ran into people all the time. That's what they did. They, they were definitely, um, they had two homes. A lot of them, ironically, were in Canada. The second home, I mean, was in Canada. But I, I feel like your idea about having one in California is not a bad idea. Depending on what part of California you're living in, it's definitely not. Like you said, it's going to be a good way to spend summer. The weather will still be nice. You can still do all your summer activities. Be like suffering. Yeah, so I think that's a really great idea. So do you have any last words you want to share um, to people out there, you know, trying to get you know, their social media, any tips you want to share before we um, go? I think where we're at right now, November 2nd, 2023, the holidays are coming up. And then, you know, before we know it, we're going to be in 2024. I think if you, I used to tell people like, it's the early days, you have time, like get started. If you haven't gotten started yet, I genuinely believe it is going to start getting to the point where it's going to start being too late. We have a whole other generation coming behind us, which just like I told you guys, I just hired my son to be our TikTok video editor. He's 14, right? We have this generation that's coming up that has grown up on their phones. A lot of them have grown up on social media. A lot of them have had a phone since they were like six because they're parents give that gave them their old phone or something right um and actually gary v was talking about this even after the gen z there's the i think it's called like alpha something there's even another generation which is my nine-year-old son's generation generation and they're growing up on their phones and what's going to happen is one day all these different generations are going to be on social media and they're gonna be using social media for their business. We, me, Terry Lynn, probably you listening, we are the first generation who is blessed with being introduced with social media and our phones where we're old enough to know how to use it, but young enough to really catch on quickly versus our older generations. And so we're that first generation, so get on it. Figure out how to be consistent. If you need tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram. My handle is Tanya Kara underscore, which is T-A-N-Y-A-K-A-R-A underscore. Figure out how to become consistent on social media, even if it's just posting three consistent posts a week or two consistent posts a week. And build your personal brand, build your business brand on social media before these all these other generations come in. Because if you think that it's busy now and it's saturated now, it's about to be a lot more saturated. And it's common with people who have grown up on social media their whole lives and who know how to use it 
and they're going to use it for their passions and their business. But we have the blessing to have a head start, but only if you take action. So if you take anything from this, don't worry about what other people think about you on social. Figure out a process for your life where you can consistently post and represent who you are and what you're about so you can attract opportunities to you, more business to you, more clients to you, more sales to you, um, or even just so you can help people with your passion. And then once you're built up because you've been consistent for so many years, as the younger generations start using social media, it's all good because you've built your platform and you have your consistency and you have your processes and you have your audience. So start now. Don't worry about what people think. Go for it. And I'll be giving you guys social media inspo. So definitely follow me. Instagram is my favorite platform. So follow me on there. And thank you, Terry Lynn, for having me. Terry Lynn has been my very good friend for a long time. And if you're listening to this podcast, because maybe I shared it or something once it came out, follow Terry Lynn on Instagram because she's somebody that her messages are always on point. She's extremely genuine. She doesn't try to create content just to create it. She's authentically herself. And her podcast is really a place where she genuinely wants to deliver value to the world. So got to give you that shout out to Terry Lynn. Oh, you're so amazing. And you just need flowers upon flowers. Tiny <laughs> is just such an amazing person for real. She really is. She is such an amazing That's person. That's why we're and friends, so Terry Lynn. We're on that same wavelength. <laughs> That's why we're friends. You're right. You're such a beautiful, amazing person. Many blessings to you this month. Uh, remember, Tanya has a podcast. I'll have that information, too, when this podcast rolls out. Um, and plus, just, you know, follow us on our Instagrams, you know, and keep up. But she's a super amazing person, and I'm so happy for her. So proud of her as well. Okay, this was so, so fun, Lynn. This was so fun. Girl, I love chopping it up with you. Anyway, <laughs> you have an amazing rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, um, that's listening to our podcast. Bye. Thank you.